Hello. You've made it. I've made it. Everybody made it in one piece out of uh, last year. It happened. Seems to be continuing to happen. Uh, this week, a whole lot of stuff happened and a whole lot of good music came out. So we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about, you and me. We, we really do. So, uh, yeah, Biden got inaugurated and did some cool things that I actually, I actually like. That I actually was like, Ooh, the government did something that I'm not ashamed of. So it's it's weird, but yeah, good stuff. Whole bunch of stuff this week. Whole bunch of great music came out. So let's kick it off with uh, Weezer put out a new song, "All My Favorite Songs." It's a really good song. It's almost like my theme song. Kind of describes me very, very closely. Very weird. So. Cause I need a friend when I take a walk I like spacing out when somebody talks I wanna be rich But I feel guilty I fall in love with Everyone who hates me All my favorite songs are slow and sad song is awesome i love it it just it's uh it's one of those songs where i'm listening to it and i'm like am i looking in a mirror or am i listening to a song right now it's weird because uh just very very accurately describes a lot of (laughs) i do like parties but i i do often don't go if i i mean recently of course i mean obviously i mean not that there have been many (laughs) this year but i mean just you know before that was a thing I do like them, but it's just like I found it hard to bring myself to go because I'd always like convince myself of all these different reasons why I shouldn't, I suppose. And uh, yeah, that song's great. So good. So good. Go check out New Weezer. It's amazing. Run the Jewels. I talk about them a lot just because I love Run the Jewels, but this new remix came out, one of their songs, uh, just off of um, RTJ4 which was an excellent album. If you haven't heard it, came out last year, so good. But yeah, this um, this track features Pharrell Williams and Zach De La Roca. I'm not going to play their verses, but you really need to just go check out this track. If you haven't, check out the album. If you haven't, great remix, super cool. Oh my God, I love Run the Jewels. I do. Here we go. Man, you better thug out. Get the bag and the bug out. Uh, try to run home, you might run your luck out. Just when your base is loaded, they'll roll a grenade in the dugout. Earth folk, not a mellow bunch. We got our thumbs in the air like hella bust. Uh, look at who we done blessed with our trust. I don't think we'll be left with too much. Hand on my heart, on my mind, on my drugs. Got a vodka gut punch for your atlas shrug. They love or not love, it's just that thumb. Lord, sweet Buddha, please make me numb. Three pounds off walls like a city in Roomba. Just found out it's created stupid. Licked by the super moon of two looses. Plus, got screws in the blood, I'm zooming. Beep, beep, Richie, this is New York. City, backs on a map with a pay key printed. Just us thugs here shitting. My murderous choco cops still earning a living. Funny how some say money don't matter. That's rich now, in it? Get it? Comedy. Try to sell back. It's supposed to get food, get killed. It's not an anomaly. Hey, it's just money. Yeah, I mean, that the original of that song is awesome, but the production on this remix sounds huge. Um, song's super good. 
really can't say enough good things about the album and the song itself, like the original. But I mean, so that's the What's So Not remix. I take that. I take it that that's the DJ. Um, yeah, it's a very good, super good remix. I was super stoked on it when it came on. I obviously, I like that song. The, the whole chorus, the concept is, uh, look at all these slave masters poison on your dollar, which is a good point. Why haven't we uh, updated it to, you know, people that are more, I guess, representative of our values now as opposed to 300 years ago? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'm crazy. Call me crazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess that wasn't that long ago when you think about it. It's kind of ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Anyway, NoFX covered their own song and, like, changed up some of the words. So Linoleum is a song that they, you know, it was one of their major hits. And apparently a ton of bands have covered it because Fat Mike went, uh, you know, of NoFX, went on YouTube and found a clip of like every single band that has ever covered Linoleum and like made it the music video of this. And it's them covering Linoleum. It's NoFX covering Linoleum featuring Avenged Sevenfold. So I think it's kind of like, from the music video, uh, it's kind of like Avenged Sevenfold is covering the song, and then they come in later, and it's just, go watch it, it's so cool, it's a, it's a called Linoleum, instead of Linoleum, so, uh, super awesome, super cool take on the song, yeah. essentially covering their own song with new lyrics kind of and uh the at the beginning of the video it says like so many bands have covered the song linoleum over the years terribly <laughs> it's like and then it goes through and just shows footage of all these bands both local like never heard of them and even like bands that are now big but at the time they covered the song were local and it's super cool because like one of them is like you get a super uh, there's a super young August Burns Red covering it. Um, there are a few others. There's a super young. There's like a not so young Frank Turner covering it, uh, which is pretty cool. And there's like you know, you got to go check it out. It's a super cool video. Um, very good mix and take on their own song. And I definitely love that rendition. What do you call that? It's like an updated version of a song, just because it's like it's such a like a critically acclaimed song in the genre that like everybody knows it so i feel like you couldn't pull that off like you couldn't pull that off with sugar we're going down even though there's like an equivalent amount of people that have covered that song because like it's just too polished whereas no effects is just like we don't care and everybody sucks which is like awesome that's what's so great about them so they can like change up the lyrics to the song keeping the flow the same and still have it be like it still jams out. It still like hits the same way that the old one did, and in even like a cool way. And it seems like it's got an updated mix as well, of course. And yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. So No Effects, Linoleum featuring Avenged Sevenfold. Go check that out. Um, 
Next up, Death Cab for Cutie is dropping covers, and they're just so awesome. I showed uh, Waterfalls on the last episode, and um, it's just, oh, they're so awesome. I can't, I can't believe these covers and just how well produced they are and how well constructed they are, and the fact is, like, the song choice is unbelievable. I just can't get over it. So Death Cab for Cutie covered um, King of Carrot Flowers Part 1 by Neutral Milk Hotel, which is off one of my favorite albums probably probably of all time uh in the aeroplane over the sea i know that's like the the hipster go-to but (laughs) honestly that's uh that album got me into playing acoustic guitar and now playing acoustic guitar is what pays my bills so it definitely means a lot to me and um you know it's pretty just amazing music in general amazing production and take on this song uh also just love the original so you should go check out both the original uh, King of Carrot Flowers Part 1 by Neutral Milk Hotel if you haven't heard it. And then also check out this cover by Death Cab. It's amazing. This is the room one afternoon I knew I could love you And from above you how I sank into your soul Into that secret place where no one dares to go Your mom would drink until she was no longer speaking And dad would dream of all the different ways to die Each one a little more than he could dare to so weird because like this song came on and i thought it was an updated version of the old uh i thought it was like jeff mangum of neutral milk hotel re-recorded the same song because like ben gibbard of death cab just sounds so similar to jeff mangum of neutral milk hotel covering this it's like it's um in the verses especially when ben goes up into his higher ranges um he's more refined and has more technique but kind of almost, it doesn't lose personality, but when Jeff Mangum goes up high, it's kind of like, he it's obvious he doesn't know what he's doing, but like his emotion just shines through to such a, it's it's like, it's impossible to replicate. So I mean like, but if anybody could come close, it's Death Cab and they did. And it's just amazing. Um, the verses sound uncanny, just like Ben sounds exactly like Jeff. And then the chorus is, you know, it sounds a little more like Death Cab as opposed to Neutral Milk Hotel, but uh, still just absolutely amazing. And the production value is spectacular. Just listening to this on my studio monitors right now, just, whew, this is booming. It's amazing. So, yeah, make sure you go check out Death Cab for Cutie. Check out Neutral Milk Hotel if you haven't yet. They're one of my favorites. I mean, their other album, they didn't do, uh, he didn't, Jeff Mangum, who is Neutral Milk Hotel, didn't drop like a whole bunch of music. I think he um, has some some mental challenges that he's, you know, working through, not like, you know, not like handicaps, but just like he has, you know, like, like a lot of geniuses in the world. He has some serious uh, issues that he has to fight through. So I think, you know, it's hard, it's probably hard to release material, especially when, you know, there's just so much emotion on the records that he has put out, like on Avery Island and uh, in the aeroplane over the sea are the ones I'm most familiar with. So Make sure that you check out Neutral Milk Hotel if you haven't and Death Cab. Oh, what an extensive catalog. But yeah, these covers are just amazing. Next up, Django Django. I believe they are from South Africa. I believe. Don't quote me on that. Um, 
I don't want to go searching for it. I'm, look them up if you'd like to. They're spelled like, you know, Django Unchained, but just Django Django, you know, like the Quentin Tarantino movie, but D-J-A-N-G-O, and then just twice, Django Django. Uh, the song's called Free From Gravity. Their production value is just amazing. Their harmonies are amazing. Their compositions are very unique uh, and special. And I was just very uh, impressed by what I found when I came across them in general. I just couldn't believe my ears. Anyway, this uh, new song by Django Django is called Free From Gravity and uh, was equally impressed as I was when I found some of their other stuff uh, a few years ago. So check this out. Django Django, Free From Gravity. Yeah, so just super interesting production, super interesting composition, catchy. Uh, they got harmonies on like just they have like really big production on the vocals. It's it's obvious they put a lot into uh, the thought and the vocals because and a lot of the other songs is even more harmonies. They have like they'll have like three part harmonies going through every vocal on the whole song, and they're all perfect and line up and make sense, and it's not overwhelming or too much and. Very impressive. I think Django Django is an incredible group, so make sure you check them out. Free From Gravity is their new song. Next up, we got Johnny Cosmic featuring Kali Buds. I have not heard of Johnny Cosmic before, but I love Kali Buds. Uh, it's essentially why I picked this song to show off, and I uh, really enjoyed this new track. It's really chill, cool for you know laying back and vibing. The song's called Sun and the Moon by Johnny Cosmic. This song's awesome. Super chill. Production value is huge. There's so much going on there that I did not notice when I was listening in my headphones or listening in the monitors just now. I like blown away. Absolutely amazing track. Uh, Johnny Cosmic featuring Kali Bud, Sun and the Moon. So catchy, so pretty, so much going on in the production value. The keys sound amazing. The pff, Everything sounds amazing in that. I can't even say enough good things about it. 
the production value on the vocals. Like, what? What is that? Blown away. Amazing. Next up, oldie but a goodie, David Gray put out a new song with a really cool video of him performing, I think, with some family uh, at his house, I believe. And um, this song's just really beautiful and very cool video concept. Check this out. David Gray, Skellig. being david gray obviously it's one of the most beautiful songs ever <laughs> that guy just does not put out music that doesn't uh move you well at least me in the uh, case of me not that i've loved every song i've heard from him but i mean he's just such an exuberant talent there's so much to offer um from what he's able to do with his talent and i've been listening to david gray for since middle school <laughs> so so happy to see him still putting out music it's wonderful. Uh, next up, we got August Burns Red put out a new song. And it's probably my favorite August Burns Red song. I just, um, my own band, Fathom Farewell, uses a lot of the sort of melodies and tones and ways that of writing that they're using in this song and like this direction. I just I love it. I can't even say enough good things about it. So good. This is uh, August Burns Red standing in the storm. Here's a little snippet. What? 
where like where did that come from? It's so random and amazing, and I just like I don't understand. That band just can't. They can't ever. They will never not be inspired. It's just so impressive. I can't even say enough good things about August Burns Red and everything they do. And just wow, that song "Standing in the Storm," August Burns Red. Go check it out. I'm sure there's an album coming. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I can't. I think actually no. I think the album did come out. Now that I think about it, that that's yeah, no. Nah, I definitely want to promote that correctly. Hold up. August Burns Red new album. Did the album come out and I miss it? Hmm. No, it doesn't look that way. Nope. Yep. New single. Oh my god. Go check it out. It's so good. Oh wait. Yep. Yep. New single. Go check it out. They had a yeah. No, I was thinking of their their last new album uh guardians came out last year but yeah this new single oh it's just so unbelievable so go check it out amazing next up we got the historical shout out that's all i got for you for new music this week all the links of course in the description as always next up we got cab calloway the writer of mini the moocher the hit he uh i thought was perfect for a historical shout out he inspired a whole great deal of you know frontmen and performers and entertainers and writers and i mean you know anywhere from james brown to you know a whole number of others uh cab calloway was a classic for sure and just the performance aspect and the way that he was you know the front man and the composer and the you know conductor all that stuff he was amazing so cab calloway mini the moocher he's a little clip That, of course, is a clip from Blues Brothers where he's performing it live as an older gentleman in the 80s. He was one of the, the largest performing artists in the 30s and 40s, but he did make a cameo in uh, 1980s, The Blues Brothers, which is just I heavily recommend watching that if you haven't seen it regardless. Um, it's really cool. You know, Blues Brothers pretty much spend the whole movie getting together a band to play a show at the end, and then, just, you know, Cab Calloway is like their mentor in the beginning of the movie, and it's just it's such a good movie. There's so many amazing historical landmarks in the music uh the music industry in this uh film so you should watch it if you are a fan of music like i am and if you're watching listening or doing anything in regards to this podcast i'm sure that you are so hey historical shout out mini the mooch uh, go check it out he uh mentored under louis armstrong in the 20s, hit big time with mini the moocher in 1931 uh in, in uh, 1993 clinton presented Callaway with National Medal of the Arts, so this guy's a big deal. If you don't know who he is, make sure you go study up, look him up, look into him, do it, do it. All right, next up we got news. We got the news, indeed. So some crazy stuff happened. I'm going to start with some small stuff and we'll just build from there. So 
Adele finalized her divorce. Hundred, she's worth one hundred forty million. So of course, you know they got to divvy up that the thirty four point seven million property portfolio and sixty k a day in royalties. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean this guy's like fourteen years older than she is. So I'm hoping that he doesn't you know get one over on her. It's her money. She's the talent. Leave her alone. God, it's horrifying. It's just so horrifying. I just wanted to find some news and just come across all this stuff. But yeah, next up, a little light, more lighthearted. Mike Garson, the keyboardist for Bowie, David Bowie. Uh, there's a podcast of him talking about David Bowie. I've attached the link in the description. Um, he pretty much just goes through his experiences, goes through some stories, and uh, definitely worth a listen. So make sure you check that out, all my music fans. Anyway, all my Bowie fans, all that stuff. Mike Garson play has worked with Nine Inch Nails and a whole bunch of other massive acts as well. So definitely a great person to listen to in general about anything, just anything at all, even buttering your bread. I'm sure he's really good at it. Maybe. That might be a bold assumption. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, just kidding around. I'm weird. Uh, next up, against all odds, Phil Collins just got back his Miami mansion from his ex. Isn't that amazing? Don't get married on a whim. Phil, <laughs> or anybody. I mean, hey, I guess if you're rich and famous, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Good times. Uh, Genesis, they delayed their reunion tour once again, but they air footage of their rehearsals. I got the link in the description if you'd like to see some of these guys just rehearsing these legends, playing these songs, you know. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Hold on. Yeah. Make sure you go check that out, because I'm sure they'll play that song. You know, they'll play all the songs, all the good stuff, all the hits. Be a good time. Next up, this is, uh, I was, like, debating whether or not to even talk about this, but Fauci says if we can get 75 to 80% of the population vaccinated by fall, we may be able to have live music. He said this, like, yesterday. Um, fall has been the projection across the board for pretty much everybody for live music when they're, you know, in terms of people making projections. So I think that this might hopefully be accurate, but, you know, I try not to get my hopes up about stuff that I can't control. So we're just going to have to wait and see, I suppose, but let's pray. 70, once uh, 75 to 80% is uh, heard immunized of the population. So, you know, pretty much frontline healthcare workers, Older people, then probably go down to middle-aged people, then people who have to work a lot go and leave their houses, um, leaving people like me who work at home, probably, you know, at the, the bottom of that barrel. We'll find out. We'll see. Everybody do their part. You know, let's just get back out there and play some shows, have some lunch somewhere other than our kitchen. Be a good time. Be a good one. Uh, previously unreleased music from ACDC's late singer Bon Scott, officially released after 50 years. I've attached the Blabbermouth article in the description. It's pretty sweet. Go check that out. I'm sure it's uh, amazing. He put out a new album. It's got bonus tracks. It's got the whole nine, all that stuff. Uh, Black Sabbath drummer Bill Ward releases Happy New Year poem. <laughs> I'm going to read it. It's real nice. Bill Ward, Black Sabbath drummer on Twitter. He put up a poem, and it's real pretty. It's real pretty. You ready for this? See the horses stride in the meadow and be thankful. Wait for dawn without anxiety, and when it arrives, praise its beauty. Try to lift more weight and elate in your physical progress. Try to take on more responsibility. Brush your teeth and calm your red-hot anger. Challenge lies. Don't participate in distortion. Look in a dictionary. Study what honor means. Honor. Study what honor means. Do without for a day, and listen to your impatience cry. Gluttony and self-praise. 
put them in a transparent bag and hang them on a post at the far end of dusk. Let hindsight be a friend, be a rudder, or a wise owl. Try not to be a burden to yourself. Happy New Year, Bill Ward. That was awesome. I uh, thought that was was well written. What a wise man. It's good stuff. All right, next up. Listen to Nine Inch Nails Head Like a Hole Get a Haunting Goth Makeover. I have the link attached if you'd like to take a listen. I don't want to play it on here because I don't want to really you know, give it away. It's kind of a new thing and super awesome haunting take on it. And there's also like it's um, it's a little harder to find. So I just wanted to you know, attach the link. So make sure that you go into my description. Check out the link if you want to hear it. Nine Inch Nails get covered by a super beautiful artist, uh, she does a great job. Get a haunting goth makeover of the song. It's uh, very low-key and acoustic and all that jazz, all that pretty stuff. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, Biden's cancellation of Keystone Pipeline faces mixed reactions. So this is something that is kind of, you know, it's a touchy issue for a lot of people. But for me, I think it's just kind of obvious. Pipelines over native lands where millions of people can have their drinking water contaminated and they already have difficult living conditions to begin with that should be addressed and should be assisted, you know, as much as they would like to receive such assistance. Um, it's just, uh, it's, it's sickening to think that they were ever at any point forced to allow this pipeline to be built when they knew through the history of what has happened with pipelines, what was going to happen and that it was going to leak a lot and that it was going to contaminate their drinking water. And it's really just sad and scary to think just where we were four years ago when the Standing Rock protests were happening and Trump came into office, pushed through the pipeline as fast as he could and allowed armed forces to sick dogs on peaceful protesters they used dogs, they used tear gas, they used, uh, I think the, um, there's dogs, tear gas, and fire hoses, that's right. Really scary stuff, uh, just to think that that was allowed on peaceful protesters who were just trying to make an effort with uh, the natives to keep their land from being contaminated so they can live as comfortably as they've been able to prior to needing this pipeline, and I think, you know, these people are very strong, they make do uh, regardless of where they've been displaced to over the historical time frame. And it's just, uh, it's really sad. Um, a lot of things, people don't really realize the, the, the living conditions of people on these reservations. Um, they're essentially, it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of poverty on, on Indian reservations from what I've heard. Um, there's a lot of alcoholism. There's a lot of, um, parents, needing to abandon their children or put up their children for adoption. Um, there's a lot of kidnapping. There's, uh, I've heard stories of, there was a woman who literally froze to death in her home because she didn't have the money to pay for her utilities um, a few winters ago. So, like, on top of that, we just have to have, we have to have a pipeline dumping oil into their water. <laughs> Uh, so that that to me is why those jobs, you can make them elsewhere with renewables or nuclear or any, any other alternative that isn't um, oil, which is, I mean, there's alternatives. 
alternatives that don't run out. We know this. I don't understand why there's any debate as to whether or not it'd be a good idea. I feel like I could be so wrong here. I don't know. But I feel like saying that we need oil is a really useful narrative for corporate interests whose money is tied up in oil that don't want to re- take the time to relocate their money and build different vested interests in different sources of energy um, because it's just comfortable and safe for them to just keep their money in oil right now. And uh, it has been for a long time. And now we have technology that's able to do the trick. I think we could, I mean, it's, it's not where it needs to be. I mean, it still takes obviously harmful materials to make the panels and to do uh, to dispose of the panels and all that. But I'm sure if we put our money, if instead of we if instead of putting billions and trillions of dollars into oil, we put that into research and development for renewables. Do we really not think that we couldn't find a safer alternative? I I'm convinced that we could, and I just don't think that oil and is the way. And you know, regardless, I'm okay with it. I'll tolerate it as long as it's not contaminating the drinking water of innocent people. And to be honest with you, when the Keystone pipeline was happening, I was supporting that protest. I was following and supporting it. I was donating money for supplies. I definitely, we cared a lot myself and my band Fathom Farewell. Um, we wrote a song decomposition about the whole situation and just the, where not caring about the land and the native people can lead us to. And it's just sickening to think that that was even a question. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, it's so easy to be out of sight, out of mind. And I mean, I would honestly, I would pay $5 a gallon if it meant that Native Americans just didn't have to be mistreated anymore. If we could finally put an end to that, they are the most underrepresented minority group in the world. They are the lowest population minority group in this country <laughs> and this is where they're from this is it this is their home you know um people come from other places they say oh i'm spanish i'm from spain or oh i'm mexican i'm from mexico oh i'm from you know i'm french i'm from france i'm canadian i'm from canada they are from here and they are the lowest population of the groups of people that are here and i just you know people love to say things like you know, history is written by the victor and nonsense like that. It's just disgusting to say that, to think that because those people were not focused on war and just because they weren't focused on war, they don't have a right to live comfortably because now these people that are focused on war are coming in. I mean, at the the same time, there were native tribes that were definitely, you know, did terrible things to each other. That, that was, they weren't all peaceful and, you know, ceremonial and, like, I mean, they were all ceremonial, but they weren't all peace-loving and, you know, calm. There were wars between the tribes as well. Um, but just the absolute, the, the the attempt by the Americans to, like, erase their history or tell them how to tell their story or tell them where to live and just all of that um, for the population of them that aren't trying to fight or kill anyone and are just trying to live safely, I just, it's always sickened me and made me very angry. So I just... No Keystone Pipeline. I, I think it's terrible. I think it's definitely a no-go. I usually don't try to take a stance on this podcast or in general in public on political issues, but this is one thing that I think is just a human rights issue that needs to be addressed and has needed to for a long time. So I got a great article from NPR attached in my description. Make sure you check that out.
Next up, later, later stuff, later days. Video game of the week, Hades. I love this game. I am just addicted to it. It's got like that Dead Cells thing going on where you you die and you regenerate and you start again and you get like updates, you know, and upgrades every time because you of the stuff that you collected while you played. Essentially, you're the son of Hades and you are trying to escape from hell and each escape attempt you you get a little further and you like gain new weapons and different kinds of all different there's all different status effects based on the different gods that you work with on your way out of hell and yeah, it's just amazing. It's the best, uh, in my opinion, for the games where you die and regenerate and then you get the upgrades. It's definitely my my favorite of those out of like Dead Cells and Isaac and, you know, Don't Starve or those. Don't Starve is also amazing. But yeah, Hades couldn't recommend it more. I think it's on all the systems. Make sure you go check it out. Hades. Go check it out. Last thing we got, industry commentary. Oh, yeah. I don't have like a fixed time on these things. You know, I just go for as long. You know, these are all pretty much quick subjects. I said everything I needed to say, I feel like. Got it all out there. But industry commentary, we're going to talk. Um, when does it make sense to just have the gear at your house and record demos? And when does it make sense to get a professional producer? So recording demos in reality for stuff that's not, you know, going to compete with a professional mix is so easy. <laughs> It's the easiest thing in the world. Just get the gear, and essentially when you get the gear, if you're talented and you've taken the time to learn an instrument or learn how to sing or do something musical, the technology part is so easy to figure out and so quick. But the difference is between that and a professional producer. The professional producer is well-versed in a great deal of experience in every single type of program and thing that can be used to tune their mix perfectly over this great deal of time that they have spent fine-tuning and trial and erroring and doing the whole thing that you're going to essentially embark on at the very beginning of when you get your gear. When, but the thing is, not everybody who spends 10 years producing will ever get to a good mix that they ever make. So a professional producer is just in my eyes, if you want to be a professional band, unless you are a professional producer yourself, you really need one involved in the mix. Um, plenty of bands like to say that they don't. I've not seen any of those bands that say that really get too far. Um, a lot of the time, the best case scenario they have is that they're going to get offered a deal where now the record label is insisting on paying for a new record with a new producer who's going to be so expensive, so much more expensive than what you would find on your own. So like in our instance, we have a producer who makes mixes that do often get accepted by labels. So we're able to have our deal with him without having to have the label cover it and then tack on interest for us to pay back. Um, so it really works out a lot better than you're able to do things like have just a sol solely a distribution deal where the label is just responsible for distributing it. You don't want to give the label more responsibility than you need to because all it means is it's another bill for you to pay later on. I'm not saying that tr labels aren't trustworthy. Um, some of them are, I'm sure. But I mean, some of them, I'm, sh I'm sure that all of them have the capability to be either trustworthy or untrustworthy. It just all depends on your deal and how careful you are and like, you know, how much they feel, how important you are to them and, you know, the motives they have for wanting to work with you, all of those good stuff. But when it comes down to it, if you just want to make music to put out there on a regular basis 
and you're not too worried about getting signed or making it big or doing anything other than just making music that you enjoy, just get some recording gear and do it. Look up some videos on YouTube and just go to town. You're not going to make stuff that's going to hold up with a professional producer. You're not going to make stuff that's going to blow a label's mind or that they're going to want to distribute. If it's really good music, but it's not a great production, again, they may want to sign you, but they're going to want to pay for a producer to re-record all your stuff, and it's going to be super expensive. And if you had just found a producer in the first place that can make mixes they'll be satisfied with, you won't have to deal with having to pay them back. You'll, you'll be able to just pull it out of your pocket for a deal that you make with your friend or your person that you're working with. Um, Chris Paquette of No Boundary Studios is the guy we work with out of North Kingstown, Rhode Island, and he's definitely uh, he's the best. So if you are looking for a producer, uh, he's somebody that you can contact. There's a whole lot of different producers in the area. Um, there's also, you know, Zenby Studios with Anthony Simone. He does, you know, I think he more prioritizes and heavier stuff. And uh, um, they both do hip hop. And I, well, I mean, no, that Chris does hit heavy stuff too as well. So, I mean, they're, you know, there's a whole bunch of different options. Chris is in Rhode Island. Um, Anthony Zenby Studios is in Massachusetts, Lemonster. So, you know, a whole bunch of, those are just two options. And those are just probably the two that I would say that I'm closest with that I know have like a large repertoire of clients that they've worked with and a great deal of experience. Um, so it's just, it's all about where do you want to go with it? Do you want to, again, you got to ask yourself, do you just want to make music that you enjoy to put out there at random when you feel like it, just because you like it and you want to do it? That's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's just, there's only something wrong with that. If you're doing that thinking, Oh, well, this is going to make me money. Maybe, Maybe you'll win the lottery. You can't rely on it. So there's a difference. There's not one is better than the other. There's do you want to do this for a living and do not. Because if you want to do it for a living, you're going to eventually have to meet up halfway with a professional producer who whoever wants to invest in you is happy with. If you want to go that route. Depends on how big you want your career to be. Do you just want to get by normally like a, you know, nine to five worker does? Or do you want to, you know, be like more of a, you know, higher class person? The The thing about this industry is the, the sky is the limit. Whatever you do and you are capable of and how hard you work is directly in tandem with how far you will go. So pretty much all this industry commentary that I'm giving you is all just with the main point of you need to know what you want to do before you start prioritizing music in your life. I'll leave you with that. Uh, Charity of the week is World Central Kitchen. They've served over 25 million meals to the hungry since 2010, and now it's tackling emergency food relief during a global pandemic. Working in dozens of cities, it provides over 250,000 fresh meals each day to those without access to food, and it's doing this by working with restaurants directly to help them keep their doors open while also nourishing people in need during COVID-19. So World Central Kitchen, they deserve your money. amazing charity. We donated, Fathom donated to them last year. Um, we love World Central Kitchen. They do a lot of work um, for people in need. When the, when the hungry come rolling in, there's World Central Kitchen. They're ready to go. So, But they are going into areas that really need it and giving them the food they need. So contribute to that effort. Thank you so much for listening. This is Alexander the Podcast. I am going to cease to be a podcast in three, two, one.